Hello, and welcome to your spiritual journey. Right now, your soul is speaking to you. I'm Jenny Israel, and I'm a medical intuitive, energy healer, spiritual activator, counselor, and teacher. It is my mission to help you learn the tools you need to heal your life and discover your deeper purpose. In each episode, I will allow spirit to speak through me, and we will explore energy forecasting, teach you how to raise your vibration for overall wellness, increase your emotional intelligence to open up joy in your life, and guide you into spiritual evolution using topics such as energy healing, emotion code, sacred geometry, numerology, tarot, crystals, channeling, and much more. Take a deep inhale, let it out, and listen to your soul speak to you. Hey everybody, welcome. This is for your March 2021 Spring Equinox reading. And today is also the first day of Aries season, which I'm very excited about because I am a double Aries, sun and moon. <laughs> Lots of Aries energy around me. So I wasn't quite sure exactly how this was going to flow. I sometimes sit down and go ahead and pull all of the decks and the cards before I jump on to do the reading so I can kind of collect the stream of consciousness that's coming through in the story of the cards. But today it seems that Spirit wants to do this live. Um, so I actually did start with one card and then when I went to pick up the second deck, it was kind of that feeling of like, nope, I need to just go ahead and do this, um, and allow this to come one card at the, at a time and for you all to actually be, uh, along for that journey of consciousness. So for those of you who don't know me, I am a medical intuitive and a spiritual coach and, I am a very strong empath, uh, clairsentience, but also claircognizance. So the way that spirit drops in for me is through a stream of consciousness, through sometimes pictures or references or just kind of a, a thought process. So just kind of what comes out is what I'm channeling. I wanted to just introduce the first deck uh, that I did already pull the first card from. It's called Science of the Mind by Ernest Holmes. It's a deck of wisdom cards. And this is a book that I've recently um, embarked on as far as that journey. It is uh, a, quite a, it's bigger than the Bible, I'll say that. <laughs> it's a bit intimidating, you know, when you pull it out of the box and look at the size, but, it, you know, the information that's in there and the the teachings of Ernest Holmes are, I'm just hanging on every word. He is been called the father of Christian science, which after his teachings really started to take hold, people actually started to create what they were calling churches to sit in a, in a collective group and discuss and study these concepts um, that he was bringing forward that very much connect the body, the mind, and the spirit. And so this first card that popped out is called Universal Flow. And the color of the card is that of the throat chakra. And which obviously this we're looking at expression. And we're also looking at personal truth, which I think is very appropriate, obviously, in this age of Aquarius that we're in. But this spring is 
really so connected, I feel, to the, the season of resurrection in so many ways that I do believe that we are, you know, very much what Ernest Holmes teaches of learning how to to come into our full potential as human beings and these divine gifts that were we were blessed with and it, right down to the way that our bodies were designed and our bodies were designed for very specific reasons. They do very specific things. They connect on very specific levels. They actually run on the universal forces of energy and, and life force. So, you know, our bodies run on electricity, on magnetism and electromagnetic frequencies, which that's what the world runs on. And the universe responds to that. And so inside of this universal flow card, the message is we cannot fight the universe. It refuses to be budged from its course. We can only go with it. And so a lot of you that follow Abraham Hicks, this is very much in the flow of the the message that comes from Abraham, which is get into the flow, get into the vortex, that this is the natural rhythm of the universe to to come here to experience, to expand, and to create, and that source is actually experiencing itself through our ability to expand and grow. And in fact, one of the laws of nature is that if something isn't growing, then it atrophies and dies. That's a natural law. And it's true with us. We are a part of the nature kingdom. And so spring is defined by new birth and growth and and blooming and you know all of those things the the earth waking up coming out of her winter meditation time to experience herself anew for this year and so in a way you can almost look at the spring equinox as a new year's um you know as far as the earth being fully awake you know, to, to experience this awakening of rebirth and resurrection energy. And so not fighting the universe means letting go of resistance. You know, the resistance to grow is something that's quite natural. I think we, we tend to push change away. We tend to resist growth because the, the subconscious is programmed with all of these previous experiences and suggestions that says, well, every time you set out to grow, you create discomfort. And the, the ego does not like to experience discomfort. It, it wants to keep you small and safe. And so anytime we go into a growth phase, we do come out of our comfort zone. And we, we have to do that in order to push ourselves into the next expansion cycle. And so the, the first card that we're pulling for spring is that the universe is saying, don't fight me. Move with me. Move with the natural law of magnetism and co-creation, death and rebirth, growth, all of those things. It's the natural, natural course of the laws of, of energy. So the next deck that um, I'm shuffling right now that I'm going to pull from is the Archangel Raphael uh, healing deck. So oh, one just flew out. Let's see. What is that? Jesus, the divine healer. How appropriate <laughs> as we come upon Easter. 
and uh, the Christians are, are still in the season of Lent. And so this card says, Dear Jesus, thank you for your divine healing power and presence. And, you know, I again, it's it it's appropriate that a, a, a Jesus card would pop out right after an Ernest Holmes uh, card because he was very much um, studied in the Christian faith. And a lot of the science concepts that he was bringing forward, he linked very much to the the story of Jesus um, as the man, but as the the man who was able to connect with his spirit self in such a strong way and connect with the essence of God that he was able to personify human in its full potential. So he considered Christ the perfect human because he was able to access all of his gifts and defy what common man saw as the the laws of the third dimension you know as far as performing miracles and being able to heal the body and you know what Ernest Holmes teaches us is that these healing powers are actually within us and so it has been a very strong message that's been coming in for me since January that this particular spring awakening season and leading into Easter would be about as close to a second coming as we could get. That it really was the Christ consciousness coming to life on our earth in its fullest possible potential and that inside of that awakening and rebirth of the Christ consciousness through the study of Jesus's walk and the, and the mystery of Easter, the mystery of the Paschal, that we would each be doing our own walk the same way that Christ did. And so we can be reborn, we can be resurrected and go into a place of what we're, we've all been talking about in the spiritual realm, which is ascension. And it's not exactly the way the Bible depicts it. It's a modern day version of that. It's more the awakening of our consciousness here on the planet. And so entering into this season of true resurrection, moving into awakening, requires all of us to start seeing ourselves a little bit differently and to understand that we are we're being reborn into our our best selves our full gifts a higher perspective of truth where science and spirit meet and they are partners in creation instead of what we've done for so long which is push them to opposite sides of the spectrum when really they are two sides of the same coin and we are to connect with the words of Jesus in this. He, he told each person before he would lay hands on them to do a healing, he would ask them, do you believe that I can do this thing? And do you believe that you can be healed? And it was their belief in the fact that he could do that thing and that they deserve to receive that healing that created the healing. And this was what he wanted people to learn. He didn't want to, you know, lay hands on people and perform miracles and, you know, have crowds gather to watch the spectacle. He wanted them to hear the words of God. He wanted them to hear his teachings, which was that each of them had the same potential that he did. And that they could heal themselves, that they could connect 
with their God on the same level that he had, that he wasn't as special as everybody said that he was, that we all could have it. We could all walk that path. We could all hear the word of God. We could all come into these gifts and heal our own lives. And so believe it or not, this is natural law. We just haven't exactly figured out how to tap into it yet. It's it's happening. There is an awakening. So it appears that the spring equinox is truly a resurrection portal. You know, outside of the fact that we're coming upon Easter on April 4th, this does very much feel like our spring equinox is opening this portal to resurrection for all of us to learn a higher truth about our potential, about our gifts, being able to heal our lives um, and and really come into what we would consider uh, the age of Aquarius, which is a very high level of consciousness and high level of truth where science and spirit do meet. So the next card that I'm going to pull is from a deck called The Secret Language of Color. I felt it was appropriate just because how much color comes with the spring season as everything's coming back to life and blooming. So I'm just looking for one card from this deck and looking for the message within the vibration of color and the frequency in our prism, light spectrum. of what we can channel in for our, our highest good and our highest healing path and journey for the spring equinox. Interesting. <laughs> the image on the card that I pulled, what the, the card is Auburn. So it really brings more of a feeling of fall, doesn't it? Um, the picture on the card is actually of the woods in looks like the, the height of the color of the fall with the falling leaves. But the message of the card is to ground yourself. And I love this idea for spring, right? It's like people go out and plant. They put their hands into the earth. They dig into the soil to put in their flower beds. And this is, I mean, gosh, there is no more grounding activity is there than really like being down on the ground and putting your hands in the earth and planting something to bring new life to your property. And the the number of this particular card is 11, which again, we've got our, our master number of being in the universal flow of manifestation, of being one with spirit, um, that master consciousness number. And so I'm going to I'm going to read from the the book for this one because I'm just interested to see what it has to say. Auburn is a fantastic color for grounding yourself and providing access to universal intelligence, regeneration, increased concentration, and a higher level of patience, stability, and practicality are all among Auburn's gifts. Ground yourself in the now with the Auburn ray of light. So very appropriate. We've got some really I mean, poignant words in there, the universal intelligence, we started to talk about this, the, the, the laws of the universe, the universal flow, understanding that and moving with it, being part of that universal intelligence instead of resisting it or, or perpetuating this idea that we're separate from it. 
the word regeneration. Oh my goodness. This has been one that has been coming up for me a lot, actually, when I run my healing energies for myself, the focus, that word has been coming to me to focus on the regeneration. And if we think about on a, on a level of the, the earth coming out of meditation and rebirthing itself, regenerating the life that we get to see all around us, you know, especially here in the Northeast where I live, you know, we really experience the season in their fullness, you know, with things, the, the grass turning green again, the, the leaves turning green again, or even leaves just sprouting on the trees and all of the little crocuses pushing their heads up through the frozen ground and these little pops of color that start to show up everywhere. I mean, it really does personify the earth regenerating itself, coming back to life. And this is a a season for us to do that as well. Again, in that theme of resurrection and to really be able to pull from the natural support that our bodies were designed to receive from the earth through our polarity and magnetism. But there is also, you know, the science around earthing isn't just about the polarity. It's about actually putting your feet into the soil where there are natural nutrients and things that the body absorbs, um, minerals, you know, up through the soil from the sand, from the clay, and really being able to give your body the tools the the building blocks it needs to regenerate itself in a healthy way and so with spring the body is naturally detoxing itself and so it is a a natural time for people to go through detoxification processes you know get some exercise going eat a little bit more light food I think that's even in Ayurvedic medicine they say that you know, this is a season for light foods and exercise and hydration because the body is naturally waking up also from a hibernation season and ready to shed all of that winter stuff. And so we think about that natural spring cleaning frenzy that we get into. We want to declutter our lives and, you know, all of that. It, it's it's a natural vibration that we're all drawn to. It's a natural cycle that the earth is going through. And therefore, we are being drawn to do that same thing because we are a constituency of the nature kingdom. And so this is really a message from spirit, I think, to be able to ground yourself in the foundations of this season and everything that it means to you, you know, on the body, mind, and spirit level. Go back to your core values, the nostalgia around spring. What does it mean to you? Think about how the body responds this time. We want to get out. We want to be in the sunshine. We want to smell that fresh air where we can smell the earth. And all of that is really good for the physical body, but it's also good for the mind. It's good to reconnect through the heart because the natural electromagnetic frequency of the heart field literally our heart beats with the core of the planet. So it's about getting ourselves reconnected and really grounding into this process so we can, all those seeds we've been planting, that we can truly start this rebirth process, this regeneration process, this resurrection process. Okay, so the next deck moving on, which I thought, oh, actually I have two decks from the elemental realm because I just felt that was very appropriate. I have my spirit animal oracle oracle deck by Colette Baron-Reed and I have the elemental oracle by Stacy DeMarco. Um, so I'm feeling the, the spirit animal oracle. We'll go with that one first and see what the elemental realm wants to say about our 
spring portal of resurrection. And while I shuffle this, just another thought on regeneration. For those of you who are science-minded, you know that all of our body is constantly making itself new. Each of our body parts has its own life cycle. But basically, you know, for, the, for example, the liver, it's like every two to four weeks, we have like a brand new liver. Um, the cells are re regenerating themselves. So it basically, like the, the, all of the old cells have died off. And so you have to think to yourself, you know, this is where that old mantra comes in of you are what you eat, right? Or like you, you are what you surround yourself with. Um, what do you want those, if those cells, if your liver is regenerating itself, let's say every, you know, two weeks, well, what are you eating, in those two weeks, are you supporting a regeneration process that is going to give you this profoundly, you know, healthier and more vibrant liver after the end of that process? Or are you flooding it with more toxicity? So, you know, it's, it's, you're not, you're not working with it. You're not working with the body in its natural process to be healthy and whole. And so again, you know, this, this talks about the universal flow, these natural laws of nature, the divine design of our bodies, the, how miraculous they are, but we need to get on board and we need to work with them instead of working in resistance against what our body naturally wants to do, which is to come into balance and heal itself. Okay, so I'm going to pull the animal card. The otter spirit. Oh my God, how cute is he? I love the otters. Oh my goodness. I, I mean, is there an, an animal that is more, first of all, they're adorable. But second of all, I mean, how cute are they? And playful and joyful. And I mean, watching them swim and move. I mean, those, those are the videos that like, you can't help but stop and watch like a thousand times, right? <laughs> During the day. And you get an otter video or like, especially those ones of the mama floating with the little baby on her, on her belly. Um, the message of this particular card is the, you are never alone. And it's a picture of two otters hugging each other, which, you know, we see that actually in nature. You know, we, we see these videos of how sweet and, and loving these animals are with one another and just how playful. And I, you know, I think that's something we don't do enough is play. I, I think we all take life way too seriously. And, you know, as I was having this conversation with one of my girlfriends um, this week, actually, about, you know, being able to let go of the seriousness of life and and be able to uh, make space to even allow joy to come in and that playtime. Because when we are in the depths of a rebirth process and we're in the self-analysis, in the psychoanalysis, in the, you know, we're, we're very self-absorbed in that time because we're, we're trying to work through whatever it is that is, is trying to shift us. And so we do kind of cocoon ourselves in that time. And we, we naturally tend to, you know, be in the cave and, and kind of block the outside world out. And I think that sometimes in that process, we, we can get a bit disconnected um, from our community and we can forget to let our guard down a bit and have some fun and let people back in. And we can get very lonely 
and and forget how supported we really are because we've been so self-involved in this rebirth process. And we have to remember that it is a, a cycle of dark and light and that we need to come up out of that space. We need to come up out of that, the, the dark night of the soul, if you will, or that shadow work in order to be able to balance ourselves and experience the joy and the light that does exist. So it's like we can't be so buried in our burrow for so long that we've adjusted to this night vision and now coming out into the light, we're blinded. We forget, you know, that that there are these beautiful things happening above ground, <laughs> happening all around us. But we've just been so self-involved in our own rebirth process that we've kind of blocked that out. And so in this time of resurrecting and coming up out of that into a more divine space of of self-reflection, we can actually see one another again and come back into the sense of community and joy and play and adventure. Um, you know, this is... This is also the law of the universe. You move into a vibration of gratitude and joy and play and adventure. And that's what the world will bring you more of. The universe will give you more of those experiences for you to express your growth. And so the, the message from the otter says you are never alone. Like true friends, otters nurture each other and express their affection through touch. Actions such as holding hands and giving hugs offer reassurance that we are never really alone and that we are always cherished. Otter spirit has appeared to remind you to experience and express friendship in a tangible and tactile way. Communicate with your voice, your facial expressions, your gestures, and your actions, letting your love express itself beyond the words you speak. Otter spirit message is that presence matters, so remember to be fully present with those that you care about, helping them sense the love and affection and appreciation you have. Now is the time for a joyful celebration of the love in your life that expresses as friendship and companionship. Hug someone, touch their arms, simply look into their eyes with your full attention, saying, I care and you matter to me. Make time for friendship. Otter spirit promises that the most moment you reach out, you will remember that you have too many who love and care about you. You are never alone and you are always loved. And I think it's a, just an important reminder too for those who, you know, may not have a big community outreach around them that the the friendship and companionship that you have with yourself is just as important as your community and maybe taking a new reframing you know this relationship with yourself and going back into more of that inner child you know springtime i always think of as the the time of birth right where the birds are laying their eggs and you know, we see the bunnies and you know like all the babies the baby animals are are so equated with springtime and, you know, we, we think about that, that childlike wonder of, of seeing the, the, the new world, you know, or seeing the world for the first time. And so possibly, you know, maybe spirits asking us to, in this, this spirit of having fun and reframing is to allow our inner child to come out and, and be with us this spring allow a rebirth of that inner child. And, you know, I think back to my own childhood and how much I would, I mean, my world was my imagination. You know, my younger brother was five years younger than me. And I, I grew up on a, a 
huge 40 plus acre farm in Maryland. And so I had so much to access, you know, as far as nature was concerned. And I would spend hours outside and, and I really was my own playmate, um, for the majority of the time. And I think about how much I had enjoyed my own company at that point. Like I never questioned it. It was never really a thought that I was alone. It was just what, what adventure could I create in that day? Where could I go? What could I explore? And, Maybe, you know, spirits asking us to, to kind of go back into that creative place, you know, that our giving birth in this spring season as the animals are, is really us just touching base with that inner child down in the sacral chakra and, you know, bringing that back up to be looked at, potentially revisit some healing that needs to be done and having some companionship with that that version of yourself. And then the final deck is the Elemental Oracle. By Stacy DeMarco. Her decks are so interesting. The artwork is just so beautiful. I have a couple of her her decks. Okay, so the Elemental Oracle. Alchemy, Science, and Magic. Very Aquarian. Okay. I'll give it one more shuffle here. Let's see if anything just wants to pop out on its own. Ha! <laughs> the card that popped out is the number two card, South. Um, but the theme of the card is adventure. We were literally just talking about that. So, the direction of South for adventure. Take a risk, but an educated one. Do or see something you haven't before, as experiencing something new will help to clear your mind and give wonder to your heart. Look carefully at your plan. Something may be amiss. The situation may have a happy medium. It is not and does not have to be all or nothing. The words of power. Southerly, southerly winds. Nosha or notos is ancient Greek for that southerly wind. The South, in some ways, has a slightly bad rap. The term, it could go South, means something could go wrong and plans could go awry, are often referred to in this way. As it is the opposite of North, and North was often seen as the right or shore direction, it's easy to see why. The Global South used to be a place of the unknown territories, a kind of terra nullius. To travel south from the northern hemisphere as an explorer was to be courageous and to break boundaries. In the 1800s, much of South America had still been unexplored, and Darwin's voyage caused a sensation back in England when his flora and fauna samples were scientifically examined. Australia was named the hypothetical Southland, described on maps from the 15th century onward. 
South is one of the quarters called in certain traditions of witchcraft to purify or protect a space. People may call upon the guardians of the South or the Southern direction as a way to unlock the protective energies of portals of that element. And the element is of fire. Well, that's appropriate, isn't it? Because this is the day um, that we also come into Aries, which is a fire sign. And Aries are very much about adventure, driving forward with passion. And, you know, a typical Aries tends to not think too much about the consequences. They just kind of go. And with all of their fuel and passion and fire um, into something new. And so this card is asking us to to measure that, obviously, and, and have some balance in our plans, but to seek a new direction, turn things upside down, reframe the situation, look for a new way to approach things. You know, going back to that idea of regeneration, it's like... Being a new version of yourself means creating new somatic experiences for yourself. This is how we actually shift and change our central nervous system and provoke it to grow and expand in new directions and in a way that makes a lasting long-term effect on our overall being. And in order to do that, we we have to give our body, mind, and spirit a full tactile sensory experience that provokes us in order to really have it ground inside of our bodies. And so this is, you know, we, we hear about this in the education field where it's like, you know, give the kids as many different learning opportunities in as many different ways as possible because the more you provoke the different kinds of learning, visual learning, auditory learning, kinesthetic learning, all of those things, it actually sinks the information into the body in a way that they retain up to 80% of that information. Otherwise, if you're just sitting and listening, you're only going to retain about 30 to 40% of whatever it is that you're learning. And that's like on a maximum level. So, you know, for true expansion and to expand our brain and our central nervous system into that reality, we have to give ourselves these adventures. We've got to do something new. And so it's kind of along those lines of the spring cleaning, right? It's like you you feel that inside, you get that nesting feeling where you just, you need to declutter, you need to clean things out, you you need that freshness, that, that open air feeling. And so what you do, you feel that inside, so you create an environment that reflects that. And so it's the same thing for our spirit. If we're, if we're expanding our spirit and we're setting this intention for ourselves to grow, and re- be reborn and ascend into a new way of, of seeing the world and being connected to our consciousness and being connected to our spirit and our higher purpose, then there's got to be action that takes place that solidifies that. You can only think the thoughts for so long before you have to bring them into reality. And this is where a lot of us hit resistance is in that creation process because it's in that moment when we're about to bring things into form and make a a deep change in our lives that all of our insecurities start to come up. All those old trauma vibrations start to come up and give us a thousand reasons why we shouldn't do it because it knows that there is the potential for discomfort in that growth. But 
I think that I've, you know, I've said this in a couple, maybe in one of my IGTV lives, but, you know, one of the deep learnings I came into, you know, over the last couple of months was that, you know, we can, it's important for us to experience the emotions that are coming up because they are navigational tools. It It's telling us something. Our body is telling us something. And I think that our natural, more natural reflex is to push the feeling away because we don't have time for it. It's, it's something that, you know, we will talk ourselves out of. And I think in this particular time in our development, more and more so, we're, we're being asked to not outthink ourselves, to allow our intellect to just be quiet for a while, and for us to truly go into these feelings that want to come up and, and be, be felt. And inside of those feelings, being able to finally hear what it is that the the little voice inside you, those limiting beliefs, those old outdated truths, the, the false suggestions that have been planted over time, what they're really saying to you and potentially where they came from. You know, it, quite a bit of it is stored trauma from our childhood teachings, and but some things you came in with, some are karmic contracts and trying to figure out, you know, when the fear rises up for you, what is what exactly are you afraid of? Are you afraid of failing? Are you afraid of the responsibility of coming into your full power? Are you afraid that if you become the best you that people will reject you um, and, and will abandon you? Um, is there something inside of you that says that you don't deserve to have happiness or come into your full power because you feel in some way that you should be punished. Um, you know, these are all things that we can explore inside of our own mind. And the emotions are a gateway to that. And I think it's a gateway that we have compartmentalized and ignored for so long that now our body is laden and overwhelmed with all these trapped emotions. And the only way it knows how to clear them is through expressing them. And if you continue to push them away, then they become physical manifestations in our bodies. So we will finally pay attention to it. But like Jesus, the divine healer says, if you are in tune with your beliefs and you are in tune with your gifts and you are in tune with your power, you understand that these are things that can be met long before the body has to express them and that we have the ability to heal our bodies through the patterns of our mind. And so this adventure card is a little bit more than just a physical adventure. I think that this is adventuring into you know, new dimensions of self, new domains of self, new ways of seeing the world. Um, you know, I, I think in the spirit of adventure, we're much more open-minded to have experiences that we haven't had before. And so we're not quite as critical. We're not quite as judgmental. We're also, you know, we reframe fear that comes up inside of adventure. We reframe fear energy as exhilaration and anticipation and excitement. And so I think that this is an important thing to look at inside of emotions themselves, that discomfort can be reframed in it. There is discomfort that comes out of resistance, which is very painful and uncomfortable, and it perpetuates 
because if you're constantly resisting, that discomfort never goes away. Versus embracing the discomfort of proactive change and embracing the growth cycle, because that is uncomfortable too, but it's a short-term discomfort because you're going through the birth canal and then you get to come out on the other side as a renewed version of yourself. And so there is always a choice inside of the emotions you're experiencing to choose the, the shadow side of the emotion or choose the illum illuminated state of that emotion. And so having an adventure definitely means reframing and choosing a new way to see where you're going or what you might like to do and to push into unknown territories in your life. I think that this is a, a big part of the resurrection, the rebirth, is that as we become this new version of ourselves, which is a better version of ourselves, we're not sure what that's going to look like. We're not sure what the consequences might be. So there's a lot of unknown, and that provokes us too. But it is like an explorer going out to see what's there in the hopes of finding something miraculous. And you will find something miraculous each and every time that you go through this process. So I'm going to leave you with a, a quote from Phil Good. I have been saying this in my head over and over like a mantra for myself inside of this resurrection season. And I may misquote him, but the, the general sense of that was, do not be afraid of the consequences of coming in to your full power. Those are the cause and effect of choosing your highest path and those things that do not support your highest path will fall away naturally. And if we can go into a place of trust and faith that what's happening around us is truly for our highest good, then we can go through that growth process with gratitude and love in our heart instead of fear and resistance. And so my wish for you in this spring portal of resurrection is to allow yourself to go through a natural process of awakening, a natural process of rebirth, a natural process of ascension, a natural process of awakening on a body, mind, and spirit level, going through the process of allowing the body to detoxify, declutter your environment. These are all natural, universal flows. We're all being called to do these things. It might look a little different for each of us, but if we can get on board and go with the flow, our experience is going to be a completely different one. And we'll go out with gratitude and excitement and joy into these uncharted territories, into these new frontiers. And the most beautiful part about this that I feel coming back to that feeling that I've had that we truly are in this like full globe rebirth of the Christ consciousness on our planet is that there's going to be a lot more of us waking up. And that is going to be something that is very exciting and to be celebrated. And I've been saying this for since fall of last year that I felt like April was going to be a major turning point for 
the globe and not really knowing what that would look like. But it does seem that, you know, with the vaccine um, slowly making its way out across the world that, you know, there is a growing sense of security and, and I'm not going to judge that either way. I know everyone has a very personal space inside of that and that's okay. You know, we're, we're all doing the best we can to make the decisions that are right for us as individuals, given the information we have at hand, but it, you can't deny the, this opening, this sense of needing to break out of the cage and, and go out again and have adventures and get back into the community and not be so isolated anymore. So, you know, I think that's definitely part of it. Um, it's, you know, Easter is coming in April as well. So, you know, it, it lands on 4-4, so 44, which also not an accident. I just think it's going to be a very powerful month for change. And so we start here today with the spring equinox, this portal of resurrection. And I'm wishing you all the most beautiful season and hoping that you all bloom in the most magnificent way that you ever have. So happy spring 2021. Thanks for tuning in. Love you guys. Sending blessings and light to all. Until next time. Thank you for tuning in and listening to Soul Speak. I'm Jenny Israel, medical intuitive, energy healer, spiritual activator, counselor, and teacher. You can learn more by following me on Facebook or Instagram at Jenny Israel CPC. That's Jenny Israel and then the letter CPC. If you would like to receive more messages from Spirit directly to your mailbox, visit JennyIsrael.com, scroll down to the bottom, and subscribe to my newsletter. You can also contact me through my website or social media to set up a one-on-one session or to check out my upcoming spiritual development classes. If you enjoyed what you heard today, please help support my show by giving it a five-star review in Apple Podcasts. Spirit and I will speak to you again soon. Blessings and light to all.